The story you are about to hear is true. Only the names have been changed to protect the innocent. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Here's adventure. Here's romance. Here's the famous Robin Hood of the Old West. Aw, just sneak in. Not me. I ain't going to church. No Sunday school today. Good morning and welcome to the Removing Confusion podcast. This is Tom Richardson. It's August the 24th, 2021. It's a sunny day here in Northly Eastern Ohio. Nice and warm. Good day to swim. Or stay inside, stay cool, but can't do that. Can't waste good weather and can't waste the freedom that we have right now because it's going away. You know, I uh, I dearly love just to do straight up Bible studies for removing confusion, and we try to do that on a more more than periodic basis. We try to do it often, but here of late. Things happen in the world so quickly, and I, I, I fear that some of my friends, maybe not, they're not catching it as it happens, or, or the news doesn't explain it as well as they could. So I try to dumb it down a little bit. What we're going to talk about today, and, I, and I'm trying to pull this into a a biblical context of some sort or a biblical understanding of some sort. I got a couple of things I guess we'll look at. I I uh I just remembered what I was doing. You know, you have preachers for years who have been preaching ignorance and they do it out of ignorance because they teach them things when they go to these Bible colleges that uh just aren't totally on board with the world. First, first of all, most of the time they teach those guys how to build a church. They don't even teach them how to, you know, preach a message or whatever. It's, oh, yeah, you have speech classes that are geared towards what I took in high school. So, you know, anyway, I'm not going to, I can't go there because if I do, I'll go for an hour of how, I have been ripped by certain preachers here and there for not being good enough or whatever. But let's talk about Afghanistan. And we're going to talk about Afghanistan from a different standpoint than what we've been talking about in the news or they have been talking about in the news. I think uh, I call this like Afghanistan 101. Now, of all the stands that are out there, Afghanistan's actually been there under that name of Afghanistan for a long time. A long, long, long time. Um, 
we're finding out some new things about it as we go. But the old things are, are important too. You know, they th- these people uh, have been under the gun, so to speak, of war for centuries. I mean, thousands of years. Even we go back to Alexander the Great. Uh, that went and conquered the entire world. Then he sat down and said, there's no more worlds to conquer. And he died at 33, I believe it was. So ever since then, and even before, there's always wars, but this place has suffered many over over the many millennia even of fighting and dying and trying to hold on to the ground that they have and, the people there trying to just live, but you only live with with war hanging over your head. You have to look at you know. Uh, um, I'm not trying to put anyone down. I'm just using a, a common clicheish type thing. But most people couldn't find Afghanistan on a globe. You know, if you spun the globe, so where's Afghanistan? Where's it at? You know, a a lot of people think it's an Arab country, and it's not. The Arab countries, okay, are the United Arab Emirates, of course, Saudi Arabia. uh, I think Jordan might be considered Arab. Um, But when you start skating off, they, they look at Iran as being Arab, and Iraq as Arab, and they're not. Afghanistan most definitely is not Arabs. Now, Arabs have gone up there. Uh, guys like bin Laden, I think he was an Arab. He was from Saudi Arabia or Egypt, one of the two. But anyway, he, he went up there and, and got involved with the Russian fight. But when you, when you want to know, where, somebody says, where is this place at and why is it of such significance? Is it some kind of a gateway thing? Is it some, what is it? Now, you know, supposedly we went there because we were going after bin Laden, who was hiding in another stand called Pakistan. But we had all this great intelligence that told us, oh, no, he's holed up in a cave in Afghanistan. A guy who needs, you know, kidney dialysis and all this other stuff is going to stay in a cave. You know, dialysis takes, you know, medical expertise. It takes cleanliness you know you don't you can't do it in a cave now could he have been there at one point yes i'm sure he could have been and i'm sure he was there's pictures of him there but you know we skipped around pakistan because they're our friends supposedly or not and they're proving it as we go on let's let's look at i want you to know just real quickly it's borders the borders of afghanistan you have the east and south, Pakistan. To their west, Iran. Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan, Tajikistan are at the north, and China to their northeast. Now, do you get that? Listen to those nations. Now, you know, just figure the stands in there. Uh, Pakistan, Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan, although Iran and China, that's who your border friends are. That's your border. You're bordered by these people. Now the stand states like Uzbeki and, and, uh, Tajikistan and, and Turkmenistan to the most part are trying to be constitutional republics, much like the United States is. 
in a certain amount of a way. They are they're trying to uphold, you know, a decent society. Now, there's a couple of them in there that's a little off beat. There's one I think it was Uzbekistan, I can't remember now, who have a one-term president. He's president for life, and he's done all kinds of crazy things. Renamed the days of the week and, you know, in favor of himself and, you know, putting up statues and all kinds of stuff to himself. You know, so some weirdos, you know, but none of these nations that border Afghanistan, including Afghanistan, are Arabic but it is 99% Islam. Islam is a faith. Islam is a religion. Islam is a political movement. Let's just get that straight. Focusing mostly on that third, that political movement. Look at our nation now, how we have Islamic Congress women people, whatever they want to call themselves, who have gained great power and great voice. And why? Why have we allowed this to happen? It should never have happened. These are hateful, anti-Semitic, anti-American people who are in our government making laws. And people listen to them. Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar. Yeah. But like I say, Islam is a religion, political movement, not a nationality. We've got to get that through our heads, I think, that, you know, this is the deal. Now, you know, Uzbek, Uzbek, uh, uh, Tajikistan, and Turkmenistan, at one time, until 1991, were under the control of the USSR, also known now today as Russia. At the fall of Russia in 91, these many different stands that we see in other nations became independent of Russia, which is a good thing, I think. But to remember that, you know, one of the things that you you read when you read things like Ezekiel 38, you know, we, we read about the Gog and Magog War, Now, this is just my opinion, my talking point is, you know, Persia, Ethiopia, Libya, with them all, all of them with shield and helmet, Gomer, which people tend to think that's part of Turkey probably, all his bands, the House of Tugarma, again, part of Turkey, and his band, be thou prepared and prepare for thyself. Now, thy uh, company that are assembled unto thee, and be thou a guard unto them. Uh, Persia, Iran, and maybe even you could swing in there and, and throw uh, Iraq in that. But, you know, there's not much to say about Iraq at these point in time. They're kind of a ripped-up nation. But mainly Persia falls under Iraq, that, again, or Iran. Iran is not Arab. It's Persian they are Indo-Germanic people. So there you go. You think about that. All right. They're not Arabic. They're not Arabian. They are a totally different thing. They still hold to the Islam faith. I think they're, I always mess it up, so I'm not even going to go there. There's Shiites or Sunnis, and those people hate each other. <clears throat> 
and you know, we, we read in Ezekiel 38, 39, there's going to be a big war. And, you know, for years and years and years and years and years and years, it's always been Russia, Iran, China, you know, cause they think Meshach and Tubal are Moscow and Tobolsk. And, you know, if you look in it deeper, you find it's more likely it's these are places in Turkey. So Turkey is going to be a huge and look at if you Turkey's quiet right now. You don't hear a lot about Turkey. You hear a lot about Afghanistan. You you hear a little bit about Iran because they are a funder of most of this stuff and Russia. You know because Russia is hacking everybody that moves and they probably are along with the Chinese. And, you know, the Chinese have a big part, 200 million horsemen or whatever. That You know, who, who else can put together an army that size? A billion people live in China. So you're looking at, at Afghanistan, you know, which it's still holding on. But, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to be for long. The Taliban just today said that uh, you have basically from today seven days a week to for people to the people to that aren't you know the Christians and the Americans to get out of the country they're giving them that seven day grace period but while they're saying that they're going door to door and taking children mainly females 12 and up or marking the door so they know where to go back to. They're taking them out for their own disgusting lustfulness. And they are killing people who they know aided the Americans during this war time, the interpreters and others, hanging them, beheading them, shooting them. That's what's going on in Afghanistan right now. There's a lot of talk about videos that are coming out. Uh, I don't think I haven't seen any of the the recent ones. I remember years back when we first started this thing, the Taliban were taking women to a soccer stadium, shooting them for not being burkified, you know, not completely covered head to toe. They weren't they weren't doing the dress code, so they were either beaten or killed. See, a woman in their society is a second-class citizen. God doesn't look at you like that, ladies. God does not look at you like that. And men, being images of God or imagers of God, should not look at you either. But these are not imagers of God. These are imagers of Satan. These are stone-cold, murdering, killing slobs. And they are that. This is why it's hard for us in the Western world to wrap our heads around their ways of life and their ways of death. They want death. They, that's how they the fear, it, that they rule by this fear. And if you can fear people up enough, you can see it happening all over the place now with this COVID mess. Fear them up and they'll take anything in. We're going to talk about that later. Again, of course. But where is Mr. Biden and his heels up Harris, as I've heard her referred to? 
Where's she at? She, she goes off to Southeast Asia. That's not where the problem is. Why don't you go to Afghanistan there and sit down across from the Taliban hills and see if you can't get, you know, work out a deal through your mask? He goes to Camp David. Oh, he's, I'm sure he's back right now. This is That's old news, but this whole thing's going off. It's just like Benghazi happened all over again. Nobody knows where Biden, he, well, we know where he's at. Well, why isn't he doing what he should be doing? Leading. He, he led us into a disaster is what he did. He said, oh, it won't happen in three days, and it did. You know, like I said, the Afghans have fought against every wannabe world conqueror from Alexander the Great until now. The question is, who's next? Are there going to be any Afghanis that are willing to stand up against these murderous thugs, Taliban pukes? And that doesn't sound very Christian coming from me. I'm sorry, but I, I look at devils and all I see is vomit and disgust. And these are devils. These are people who have no qualms about killing. And they're coming across our southern border. Because, and you know, it's not going to be the guys you see on the TV sitting in the presidential palace in Kabul. But it's going to be, you know, those ones that, you know, they, and they, I've heard this idiot say, Al-Qaeda has been decimated to a point where they have no ability to do anything. Might I remind you, I, I said this to my wife the other day, I, I misspoke, 19 Al-Qaeda members learned how to fly and not land, and where they landed caused the world to turn upside down. Now, we can believe whatever we want, the conspiracy theories, and I, there's, there's a lot to the 9-11 problem, the 9-11 attacks. You know, I'm not going to sell these Muslims short. I think there's a lot more to it than what we know and we will ever know, just like the JFK assassination and the UFO stuff. ISIS, Taliban, and Al-Qaeda, they're all the same, folks. Like we say about Republicans and Democrats, two wings on the same dirty bird. These guys are they, they all they all spawn from the same place. When you say Al Qaeda doesn't exist, but yet there's ISIS and the Taliban, I'd say they exist. I'd say we still have a huge problem here. And especially when we just turn a country back over to them. With our weapons left intact. You know the the British Special uh, Air Service, the SAS, as they call them, they're the equivalent to our uh, Green Berets, so to speak, or our special forces here. They had to go in, and the, the Taliban had, I think it was like 12 of our special operators surrounded, and the SAS came in got them out. We couldn't even get our own people out. We left them behind. The motto of those folks, those special operators, the SEALs, the Rangers, 
the, the Green Berets, all those guys. Leave no man behind, whether he be dead or alive. Yet his, their entire nation left them behind. It's like the POWs and the MIAs of Vietnam. Pulled out of Vietnam, dropped the, just let it go. Now, we did get some back, of course, but <laughs> we had a lot that didn't, and they're never been accounted for. It goes clear back to Korea, but, you know, lost guys in Korea, POWs, MIAs. <clears throat> what are we doing? What kind of, is this the kind of leadership that you ask for people? I say 75 to 80 million of us said no. But, you know, when you can, when you can fabricate votes, you can do whatever you want. You know, <laughs> what I said about ISIS, Taliban, the Al-Qaeda, it's like labels. You know, you're throwing labels on a specific group. You got these different groups. And it's like the name brand. You know, we, we go to the store. And the truth is really that the generics, they, they kind of taste the same. They cost you a whole lot less. But they taste about the same. Maybe you got to spice it a little bit. Al-Qaeda, ISIS, and Taliban, and whoever, who knows what else they'll come up with. They, they, these groups are all set up to do the same stuff. Kill. Destroy. Read Revelation 9. I think it's 9-11, actually, where it talks about Tal- uh, Taliban. It talks about Apollyon. The destroyer. When you destroy things for nefarious principles like they did all last summer in our major cities, those people are working in the spirit of the Antichrist and they're working in the spirit of Apollyon, a demon from hell. You know, I said, now, is there a, is there a big bi- biblical significance to China, Iran, and the stands, the stand states? You know, Pakistan is a Sunni, Sunni practicing, and they've been partitioned from India in 47. Turkmenistan was from Russia. Tajik was Russia. The Uzbeks go way back to even the Scythians. And you, you can find the Scythians in the Bible. Scythians. S-C-Y-T-H-I-A-N. Scythians. Uh, I think it's an axe. I mean Acts chapter 2. <clears throat> this, but the Uzbeks, Scythian, Iranian, and Russia took turns with Uzbekistan. So Iran and Russia both had a little piece of Uzbekistan for a while. But it's now a, a constitutionally republic nation. So we see that, you know, what these guys have told you forever. Oh, they're going to march from Moscow down to Israel for the Gog and Magog war. That's very possible. That could happen. But you don't have to go far because right now the uh, nations that surround Afghanistan are China, Iran, and those stand states, which used to be Russia except for Uzbek that was part Iranian. Well, it was Iran and Russia both. So right there's your Russians. They don't have to go that far, even if those nations come together and go against Israel down there. 
It's just a hypothesis of my own, a little something I've been thinking about. Because, you know, uh, a lot of what gets taught by lesser studying preachers and teachers is that it's all Russia, it's all China, it's all, uh, they, they don't even know Persia. They, they just blow over that. That's too much to think about. It's Iran. Iran, Russia, and China. They lose their minds. But don't worry. You won't have to worry about any of this. You're going to be gone by then. We won't go into what I think about that at this point in time. Where you talk to some of these preacher boys and they tell you, won't even not talk about the rapture because that's already a settled issue. Well, it ain't settled for me yet, buddy. We're still here through some of the stuff that I never thought we would see. But yet, you can spin things however you want. Let's spin right into the biggest one that we have had in as long as most of us that are listening to me today have ever seen. How would you like it? If I sold you and told you, I have a 100% effective water purifier, and you buy it, or you, I give it to you. It says, hey, you can have it. Here's a water purifier. You can pump water out of the worst, you know, dirtiest water, and you have purified water. It's going to take care of everything. You never have to worry about anything ever again. Now, of course, with water purifiers, you're always going to have to buy a a filter once in a while, but you know, we're just talking straight up here. You know, you, you, this water purifier and it's, it's filters will take out everything that will ever harm you. You'll never have to worry about the water you drink again. And let me tell you something. You may want to talk to yourself about spending a couple 300 bucks on getting a water filter down the road. I'll talk about that in a minute too. But I tell you, hey, this is the best thing on the market. It, is, it will work. It's the best thing. And six months from now, I come back and say, ah, well, uh, we come to find out that it doesn't really take out all the arsenic and other heavy metals that, you know, you need a different filter for those. If you lived that long, you should be furious. Because you're feeling sick. You've been drinking this wonderful pure water through this filter that I sold you that was supposed to take out everything. Except arsenic. And uh, high levels of uranium or something. I believe I'd be furious with you. What have they sold you today? That sounds a lot like that. They told you you get these two shots or this one shot from J&J and you're set for life. You'll never have to worry about COVID. But yet, there's many a people that have taken it have died from or with COVID. If they didn't just die from the shot itself. 11,000 people from what I understand to this day died alone just from the shot. These shots, they call it a leaky, leaky vaccine. It doesn't work really well. 
what have they done to their own population? Why have they done it? Oh, the variants have come along. You need a new filter for that variant. September 20th, they want to dose you again. But I just yesterday, and I, I wish I could have got on yesterday and talked about this, but just yesterday, the Pfizer shot got FDA approval. What does this mean for us? Those of us who have decided we're not interested in their DNA, RNA changing, human changing injections are going to be in a world of, uh, well, let's say, I was going to say a world hurt, but really, you know, it's not hurt. Uh, it's going to be persecution. I saw today as well that Tyson Foods, with over 120,000 employees, has mandated, hey, you're getting the shot or you're out. Biden says the military, get the shot, you're out. I'm sure that's not going to be a good out. You're probably going to get a less than honorable discharge. And some people have gone to gone into the, the military for the college benefits. you know, And that's what it's always been. In peacetime, eh? we haven't had peace for many, many years, but, you know, you go serve your country and you, you fight and you come back and you can get at least a college education through the GI Bill. But, you know, if they throw you out because you didn't get the shot, well, there goes your college. But then again, you can't go to college because uh, 150 or whatever colleges that mandate over 5 million people these ent- entire college uh, uh, circumference here, 5 million people that they say have to be shot or they don't come to class. We're going to have a bunch of dumb people. <laughs> Not really, because I think when you go to college, you just lose all your common sense. So there you go. See how it's interconnecting. Tyson Foods, 120,000 people. Uh United Airlines, I believe, jumped on board with it. I'm sure the rest of them will, too. Now that it's approved, how long before Moderna, AstraZeneca, J&J get their full approval of the United States Food and Drug Administration? And the notice, Food and Drug Administration. The, the, the people who are over food can pressure those other guys out there. Sugardale, quality check, or whatever they call themselves, and check mark or something like that. Hey, get the shot, you're gone. Milk producers, Superior, whoever it is that has milk these days, you're gone. Walmart. I think they already jumped on board with it. You're going to have a lot of people who are going to say, I, I, I guess i got to take this thing. I guess I'm going to have to just go ahead and do it. I want to work. I, I need to work. I, I can't I can't afford not to. I can't put in a garden big enough to feed my family. I can't raise cows. I can't feed them anyway if I did because I can't buy the food for them. I don't have enough ground in my little city-dwelling apartment to do all the, you know, have chickens and everything. We are entering a very serious conundrum. 
And I don't mean to be a, a bearer of bad news all the time, but it, it's, it's, there's no good news, is there? The good news, yes, there is. <laughs> there is good news. It's this book that I have laying in front of me, and we'll touch on that again very quickly. Australia and New Zealand completely locked down. Australia said, or I think it was New Zealand, don't even talk to your neighbors. The Delta variant can jump over and grab you as you walk down the street. It jump, jumps around like the fly, flying Yolendas or something. It's the, it's the trapeze artist of viruses. We are being sold so many lies. And we, I'm not taking it. I'm not taking your shot. I'm not listening to your lies. I'm not going to fall for your garbage. I don't care what my doctor says. He, and he, mine tells me constantly, oh, you need to get this shot. You need to pray about it. I'm like, I already did. A long time ago. So it's like, oops. You ain't got me, buddy. Not falling for your junk. And, I, you know, all other doc, I know, I know other close family members, same thing. And, and I even know some that have had COVID with the antibodies and they say, oh no, the antibodies don't last. You got to get the shot. You want to get COVID again. And, you know, some of these people have had COVID and they didn't even know it. They didn't even know it. Or they f- sniffles, a little cough, maybe not even a fever. I'm sitting here sweating now. I don't have a fever. I got tested yesterday. <laughs> I play uh, a little, I go and, and entertain at, uh, at the old folks' home, they call it the nursing facility. Let's put it that way. And, you know, they make me get tested. I won't get because I won't get the shot. It won't be long before I won't be allowed to do that. So I'm, I try to make the best of it. It's doing God's work. These things that are happening in Australia, and there's there's horrific video uh, I just saw of, you know, police on horses knocking people down. The people are unhappy. They they've been they they suffered uh, like eleven months or something of lockdowns already, and then they got out. And now they're going back in again, and and it's like you can't go more than three miles from your home. I I me and my wife sat. There's well, I think one was even less than that. It's like half a mile or something i forget where that was at but anyway you know a half a mile from your house i can't get to the family dollar that's in my neighborhood that's a mile luckily we're sitting on a decent supply of food and you should be too you know, places like Mountain House that sells dehydrated food until recently, and I believe they got some supplies back up where they can ship, were, were, weren't taking online orders because there was such a demand for it. But now they are. I, I checked their website earlier this morning. <clears throat> Guys that sell the water purifiers here and there, uh, they don't have them, or they got two or three. These are Good water, Berkeley, Berkeley water purifying. Uh, they purify like two and a half gallons at a time. And uh, they're they're running out. People are p- catching on. You know, there is a serious drought problem 
And this is going to attack the entire nation that we sit on. Over in California, they already, you know, rivers are drying up. Reservoirs are drying up. People are thirsting to death because of it. Or they will. There are reservoirs that, uh, I can't remember the name of that one in California, but it's, it serves, you know, California and Arizona and, and supplies like, you know, 25 or 30 million people with water, and it's very quickly depleting. For years and years, the Chinese have come in and taken out container ships or those tanker ships filled with water from our great lakes. We don't deserve, we, China deserves nothing from us. I love the Chinese people. I do not the Chinese government. And you guarantee you that what they take isn't going for the normal average uh, Joe in China or Jane. It's going to take care of the fat cats first. Jing Jinping and all the others. A dictator. Oh, we point our fingers at people like Hussein and say, he's a dictator. And then we let Jing Ping take over and do whatever he wants. What a load of crap. If I sound angry enough, I, maybe I'm not angry enough. But here's what's going to happen. People in this thing, they're already turning people against people. It's the unvaccinated that are causing the pandemic here in the United States. Watch out for the unvaccinated. Make them wear masks. Make them do whatever. You know, it's it's just disgusting. And uh, a little bit of Bible, to two, two or three verses here for you. Micah 7, verse 6. For the son dishonoreth the father, the, the daughter riseth up against her mother, the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the men of his own house. You see, when Jesus quoted a lot of the Old Testament, that's what he did. He, he didn't. He brought parables into the into the new, but most of them were Old Testament things, and this is one of them, because in Luke twelve verse fifty three, we're going to read the words of Christ: "The father shall be divided against the son, the son against the father, the mother against the daughter, the daughter against the mother, the mother in law against the daughter in law, and the daughter in law against the mother in law." When you see a cloud rise out of the west straightway, you say, there cometh a shower, and so it is. So when you see the south wind blow, you say, there, there will be heat, and it cometh past. Ye hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky and of the earth, but now, but how is it that ye do not discern this time? Now, he was talking about his time right then. They couldn't tell that. The Son of God was standing in front of him. He's talking to those Pharisees and a bunch of other people. 
But he also, that little piece about fathers and sons and daughters and mothers and mothers-in-laws and daughters-in-laws, your own house will be divided between those who are vaxxed and those who are not. I've heard and I know of personal stories myself of people who are vaxxed, who have nothing to do with family members who have not been. I have heard uh, another guy, a radio personality, <clears throat> that said same thing. Got a got a thing in the mail for a family reunion, but they said only if you're vaxxed and you got to bring your card. As a family reunion or a or a wedding, one of the two. So the the families are dividing, and I can see it happening quickly. I can see this thing going right down the tubes because they've already set the narrative for us. And we're eating it up. All right, folks, that's enough for today. I'm sorry to be a downer on a Tuesday, but, you know, we need to know the truth because the truth will make you free. Jesus is the truth that makes us free. And also the truth of what these devils are doing and knowing it, exposing it, gives us a way through. And we ask you in God's name, keep us in prayer, and we'll keep you in prayer as well. Have a great day. Tom Richardson with the Removing Confusion podcast.